0: G'day, and thanks for joining us for this week's Two Ticks Town Talk, a segment of the Australia Talks podcast. I'm DK. And I'm R.D. Please enjoy this segment from the regular podcast. Time for our Two Ticks Town Talk. I've been I've been I've got a All right. Man, I've
1: this I'm week's man, Two Ticks out Town out Talk out is everywhere, Tennant everywhere, Creek in Northern everywhere. Territory. Now, that's Tennant Creek's. Uh, what have we got? 377 meters above sea level, uh, which sort of surprised me a bit given where it is. Uh, 25k south of where the Stuart and Barclay highways meet, and it's a 508k just to place it, it's 500 about 500k north of Alice, Alice Springs and uh, roughly a thousand k south of Darwin, so it's. Smack being, um, well, it's not quite in the middle, but it's you know not sort of super far off, probably about a third down. Uh, it's one of the Northern Territory's four important towns, uh, the others being like Alice, uh, I keep saying Alice, Alice Springs, Tennant Creek, um, Catherine and Darwin, uh, which you know, get described as substantial towns. Uh, Tennant Creek's got a... Stable population of about
0: three thousand, which is which is very small. The territory it, doesn't have a lot of people in it, really.
1: No, no, it, it, exactly. It's it, it is a it, well, it is a, to, a small town. Uh, got its name from an explorer, John McDowell Stewart, during his nineteen sixty uh, ex, uh, expedition. Uh, he named Tennant Creek uh He named the Creek Tennant to honour his friend and sponsor John Tennant, um, who was a, a South Australian pastoralist and politician. Uh, and did you say 1960 or 1860? I said 1860. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh well. So hang on. I hope I said 1860. <laughs> we'll have to play that back because I was like, hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I, maybe I did say 1960. <laughs> I'll edit edit in John McStewart during his 1860 expedition. <laughs> CD <laughs> card to get it right. I control the auditing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two reasons I picked it. Yeah, know, we sort of, with the two ticks town talk, just have, like to have a little bit of interest thing. Uh, there's two reasons for picking it it was the Overland Telegraph and Australia's last gold rush. The Overland Telegraph, where they ran a line for telegraphs basically from the top to the bottom of Australia and uh, then across the other capitals, uh, that was in 1872. It passed through the area and there was a temporary telegraph. Station repeater station built, uh, and this was where the settlement started. Uh, Couple, sorry, go on.
0: Oh no, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. A couple of years later, stone building was finished, and settlers moved in to the district. Uh, That station, which still stands, is one of only four existing overland telegraph stations, and it's 11k to the north of the town. And that was something. Something to do with the fact of the land they were granted was something like 10 or 11 Ks for the telegraph line, so you couldn't build the town any closer to the actual station. So that's why it wasn't just sort of next door. Uh, it's currently a museum, as, <laughs> as you would expect, not that many. I, I was just thinking, not that many telegrams sent. I don't know if you can even send one anymore. Were you, were, you, were you ever alive where you could get a telegram?
0: I, I actually think telegrams are still used under very specific circumstances, for like for legal reasons. Um, uh. But I don't think they're used very much anymore. So I think today, if you really wanted to, I think you could still go to, to Western Union or something and send a telegram. But... I don't think it travels. I think it goes through the internet. I don't think it's. I'd
1: imagine so. Yeah. I'd imagine so. Goes through and gets printed out. Yeah, there's not not someone yeah. someone with that little uh peaked cap <laughs> on there, behind, and yelling yeah. out, signalling Morse code. Stop. Yeah, exactly. That's romantic as an idea as that might be. And the other one was Australia's last great gold rush. there's been a couple of. You know, uh, excitement about gold since then but not an actual thing that you call a gold rush where people go i've got to get there so that was the story with that one there was uh, there was gold sort of discovered there uh, in 1926 uh and a couple of discoveries after that but it wasn't until 1932 there was a telegraph operator woody woodford uh, he got some assistance from a local Aboriginal community and one uh, bloke, Frank uh, Japola, brought Woodford a lump of black ironstone containing specks of gold. And this uh, was apparently a major discovery because usually gold's only been found in quartz and it got prospectors to start looking in the hills to the south of the telegraph station, which were capped with ironstone and they got some really impressive results the gold in the ironstone was sufficient to yield up to 1.2 kilograms per ton and instead, ah. probably Australia's last great gold that's a lot of gold per tons uh per ton i think you know you get uh modern modern mining and if you can if you can get around the um you know f- f- 15 to you know, sixty, seventy grams per ton, you've got a very you know, a, a very good chance of making that uh financial financially sound mine. So to get twelve hundred grams per ton, that's yeah. a pretty good effort.
0: That is cool. Tennant Creek is somewhere I've I definitely wanna go. Um it, it is it is quite yeah. a common stop off if you're going from um Alice Springs basically north. There's not there's not a huge, like you said, there's not a huge amount of places to stop in the territory. It's it's outback, it's desert. And one thing I do know, and and part of the reason I want to go to Tennant Creek, uh, and I'm sure it's not the only place, uh, probably even in the territory that you can go do this, but they have a golf course there uh, that is, huh. there's no grass. <laughs> it's just dirt. Um, which... What? It's very unusual, you know, for a golf course. You think, uh, you know, you you think of manicured lawns and and all that sort of stuff. Uh, But at Tennant Creek, the golf course is um, just dirt. (laughs) It's a desert course.
1: Is that the one that, oh, God, you're you're making my mind go back many years and that the the actual uh, greens, they've got like, is it? tar or this yeah i think it's like bitumen bitumen or something something. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. um yeah the the greens yeah are like yeah like like a bitumen surface like a road surface uh as far as i'm aware and um i don't know i think it would just be really a really different course to play on I, I don't think it's I don't think oh, it's particularly large so? <laughs> yeah it would be very unusual um <laughs> I don't think it's uh I don't think it's a particularly challenging course or anything like that other than the fact that there is no grass so it can be a bit unpredictable in that way um but you know just for a laugh it would be a bit of fun I think um so
1: that means you'd be going around the whole time with your with your, your pitching wedge or it's not with 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 a
0: take a full set of clubs, mate, just strap into the top of the Ute.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, if once you get there, once you arrive, you travel around Australia with your with your golf clubs, uh yeah, you'd bet I I imagine, yeah, you'd have to go around uh the entire golf course <laughs> with with a sandwich, basically. Um okay. Yeah, no. Ah oh, just be something different, something fun.
1: Well it would. It, well, that was that's. I didn't have that down as a place of interest. the other The other the other places of interest there were apparently there's a lot of beef cattle grazing that countryside. Um, it, it's the town's a service centre for the cattle stations around the place, and the tourist astra- attractions are Kalu Kalu, which are the Devil's Marbles. It's a group of granite boulders which are up to. Uh, six meters high 20 20 feet in the the old money and another granite formation a sacred aboriginal site called kanjara also known as the the pebbles and as you've now said it to the the golf course and there was two stories that i i enjoyed with about some original locals one was uh uh mrs weber who is wife of the blind owner of the rising sun mine which was a rich gold mine in the district before world war Two, uh was it miss weber M- mrs weber or it might be weber it's W E A uh mrs weber a devout catholic paid for the old church at pine creek to be transported to Creek. Creek plank by by establishing the Tennant Creek Catholic Church. And she also started the Tennant Creek Christmas Tree event when, in the early 1930s, she held a party at her husband's gold mine and gave every child on the gold field a present. And apparently, yeah, apparently that, uh, apparently, and I'll underline apparently, uh, I can't remember if that one was from Wicker Britannica.com or Aussie towns, whichever one, but apparently uh, her generosity continues into the present day. And every year the town erects a public Christmas tree and gives every child, whether they're local or a visitor, a present. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. a cool nice, Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a nice little uh, tradition. And finally, the other uh, one of notice was Cecil Armstrong. Now, he was a man who made a contribution to the early development of Tennant Creek. Uh, he arrived in April 1935 and began baking bread the next day, uh, which is bloody keen. Arrived with the arrive yeah, that's with committed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bloody oh, that's, that's incredibly committed. Then uh, two years later, he built Armstrong's Bakery and Cafe, where he lived and worked for more than 20 years as a baker and cafe proprietor. The building is apparently still there today under a different uh, guys. Now, here, I'll give you a guess. What was Cecil's telephone number? 13? One.
0: Oh, really? What, <laughs> the first what, what, one. I was, what was thinking, I was thinking it was like a baker's dozen. It was oh, like a oh, baker oh, thing, right?
1: Oh, that would, oh, God, that would have been. That's
0: 100. what he should have picked, 13. Yeah. <laughs> but.
1: Oh, that would have been a nice little twist. Uh, and what was his PO box? One, I guess. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> he was the most important man in town. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, I thought that was an interesting story with the, the locals. So yeah, it serves as a serves as uh, today it still serves as a uh, thing for people coming across to the NT from uh, Queensland with the the Stuart and Barclay Highways meeting. So yeah. That is the Two Ticks Town Talk for this week, Teddy Creek.